A passenger was caught smuggling two otters and a prairie dog down his underpants. Krispy Kreme is opening in France, and Parisians are embracing it. And a stolen truck was returned with an apology note, plus presents for the kids. These are the weird stories for Monday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. It's right there. It's right there. A passenger is caught smuggling two otters and a prairie dog in his underwear. Smuggling otters and prairie dogs. Sounds like the basis of a video game. Grand Theft Otter. (laughs) Am I right, guys? Come on now. Already starting off with terrible jokes. Uh, We have here a man smuggling some wildlife in his undies. You're wondering why smuggle the wildlife in your undies? Well... You're very limited when you're trying to bring them through TSA. And uh, one of the places you can hide things is in your in your butt ski or in your taint. It's a good place. Uh, Although they do occasionally inspect your taint. Uh, So you have to be careful of that. What you don't want is uh, your wildlife to be making a fuss down there while you're trying to smuggle them through the TSA. I got to hand it to this guy. He was really committed because uh, those prairie dogs and otters have uh, little claws. And he he didn't give a damn. He put them right down his underwear instead of a backpack. Let's get into the story because I'm rambling. Let's talk about the Taiwanese man who had a party in his pants. He's facing charges after being caught smuggling live animals in his underwear at the... Oof. Okay, going to try and tackle this word. Uh, he was He was caught smuggling... Live animals at the Savannah Barn, Savannah Bumi, Savannah Bumi, Savannah Bumi Airport in Bangkok. You nailed it, Jonesy. That's why we pay you the small bucks. Authorities discovered three animals. Count them: three, two otters, and a prairie dog. Uh, strange choice. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe you get a lot of money for otters. I don't think you get much for prairie dogs. They're kind of, they're, they're very common. Otters, on the other hand, t- tough to catch. A lot of times that you got to get in the, in the water to get them. This, uh, these animals were duct taped underneath the passenger's boxer shorts. <laughs> Authorities discovered them after security guards became suspicious of a prominent, wobbling, moving, shifting bulge below his waist. <laughs> they, were, they were live. They were ready to party. Down there. <laughs> Moving all around down there. Come on. You got to put them to sleep before you smuggle them through TSA. What's wrong with you? You got to give them a little dose of, uh, I don't know, some knockout drug. You know, the stuff that puts doggies to sleep on planes. You got to give them to the uh, prairie dogs that are under your balls so that they're not moving all around. I mean, half of the time you're going to get, you're going to get uh, touched down there anyways, right? I get, I get frisked. When I go through there, not all the time, but, you know, maybe a little less than half the time. Why me? I don't know. Uh, says here, this comes after another animal smuggling incident occurred at the same airport two months ago. Oh, what were they trying to smuggle then? Thailand has reportedly been a hotspot for illegal wildlife trafficking of various animals into China. Oh, they're bringing them into China for some reason. I'm, I'm guessing they, they want to make uh, prairie dog stew over there, something like that. Prairie dog uh, might be delicious. I don't know. Although it looks to me to be sort of like a rodent. I I can't imagine it tasting very good. Maybe otters are delicious. 
They do have a diet of fish, so maybe they taste like fish. Uh, I'm not making any sense right now. Let's get into the story. Excuse me, do you have live animals in your pants? No, no, no. I'm just happy to see you, man. I'm so happy to see you. It's moving. According to the media, this the 22-year-old passenger, this is how young the passenger was smuggling the wildlife, traveling from Bangkok to Taipei, Taiwan on Thai Airways. Uh, arriving at Bangkok, checking in for his flight, the traveler bought the animals apparently from a market in Bangkok and crammed them underneath his pants. Going through the international outbound Zone 2 passenger security checkpoint, staff reportedly raised concerns about the man's, quote, unusually large package between his legs that was moving below his waist, shifting around and bouncing down there, prompting them to notify colleagues that were operating the X-ray machines. Now, they stopped the passenger, obviously. They had to inspect his shifting underpants. They held him for scans, which revealed the live critters teetering around under his pantalones. Oh, what language they use in this article. Live critters teetering around. Officers then pulled the man aside and conducted a strip search and discovered the two Asian small-clawed otters and a prairie dog concealed in black socks and taped beneath the man's designer boxer shorts. They were designer boxer shorts. That's pretty important for the story. He's not going to smuggle live critters underneath some just cheap store-bought boxer shorts. Stuff that you get at Target. No, no, he's going for designer boxer shorts. Do you like my shorts? Eh? Do you like my boxer shorts? Eh? What do you think about that? Yeah, sir, we're actually more concerned with the small clawed otters and the prairie dog duct taped underneath your designer boxer shorts. You know, the real victims here are the live critters that were underneath this man's taint. Imagine being stuck under a man's sack for an entire hot five hour flight with uh, no pretzels or water. <laughs> It's hotter than two otters and a prairie dog stuffed in my drawers. Krispy Kreme donuts have arrived in France, and the Parisians can't get enough. Yay, make France fat again. In a city brimming with bakeries and artisan pastry shops, a red, white, and green alien has just landed. It goes by the name of Krispy Kreme. Are you guys familiar with the American donut chain known as Krispy Kreme? Ooh, those little tiny sweet discs. They jump right in your belly. So good. The article says, even before the American donut chain opened the doors of its first store ever in France, in central Paris, at 8, 8 a.m. last Wednesday, 400 customers had lined up on the sidewalk outside. Fabulous. A handful of patrons eager to get their hands on the iconic boxes of glazed fried dough that have appeared in scores of American movies and television series started lining up, actually, the night before, 10 p.m. on Tuesday evening. <laughs> Unbelievable. They were really amped about these, the arrival of Krispy Kreme. It says here the uh, first 10 in line at the Paris Krispy Kreme won a year's supply of free donuts. Ah, that'll motivate you to get out there the night before with your sleeping bag. Get in my belly, Krispy Kreme. And then you sleep on the concrete. Worth it. We have a quote here from someone named Mezur who says, um, the opening was uh, just a crazy. People were banging on the windows, begging us to open the doors. 
I guess this is an employee that we're quoting here. How's my French accent going? Is it okay? We experienced something quite extraordinary in the truest sense of the word. Oh, Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme plans to open 500 points of access. Points of access? Just don't you, don't you mean stores? What is this points of access crap? All this corporate speak is so ridiculous. They're going to open 500 of these across France. Over the next 12 months, including stores, small kiosks, vending machines and supermarkets, etc. Wow. So surprising that you would think that, uh, you know, in the, the center of baking culture. I mean, isn't Paris is like the pastry capital of the world and they pride themselves on the high quality of their pastries and baked goods. You're wondering, well, how, how would Krispy Kreme work in a place like that? Well, turns out sugar is horribly addictive after all. Hey. Right? Am I right? Oh, these things are something, though. They really are special. Are there higher quality donuts out there? Yeah, of course there are. But do I prefer them over Krispy Kreme? Hells to the no. I mean, nothing compares, man. Get a fresh Krispy Kreme glazed warm right out of the oven. It's an orgasmic experience. And now the Parisians can have such things. It says here, Wednesday's opening was the culmination of a vigorous marketing push as well. Mezu's team handed out 100,000 free donuts in the two weeks before the store opened, he said, with Parisians waiting in lines up to a mile long across 10 pop-up locations all around the city. Now, the energetic campaign has drawn the ire of the city government, it seems. Deputy Mayor Emmanuel Grigior said last month that Krispy Kreme fly posters were littering the streets calling the practice of sticking posters on property without the owner's permission is illegal, polluting, and costly to the community. Is this guy just a hater? Is he a Krispy Kreme hater? Is he a, a gla- is he anti-glaze? I think the mayor needs to really be concerned about the obesity that's about to hit his city, really, to be honest with you. Because wherever there's Krispy Kreme, there's, uh, there's fatties, man. There's fatties. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> You would think that the French would be fat already. If, if it wasn't for the chain smoking, they totally would be. Well, now they have an uphill battle with the Krispy Kreme arrival. And uh, enjoy the diabetes while you can. Krispy Kreme has had a French connection, by the way, since the very beginning. Did you know? Did you know? In 1937, the firm's founder bought the recipe for its original donut from a French chef in New Orleans, Louisiana. How about that? So they got a French connection here. Let's see if uh, they'll be uh, embraced by Parisians. Sounds like it's going to be a hit, though, given the line around the corner. Now, 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 turns out Krispy Kreme is uh, not the first American food giant to receive a very warm reception in France, a land known for their daily baguettes and delicately crafted pastries and the lack of deodorant. You would think France wouldn't enjoy and embrace fast food, well, apparently McDonald's has more restaurants in France than anywhere else in Europe. Popeye's, a competitor, is also moving in. The Louisiana-based fried chicken chain unveiled its first store in France in February in northern Paris and plans to open hundreds more across the country in the coming years. So France is proving that what we're doing over here in the U.S. is irresistible, (laughs) and we've got them right where we want them. Prepare yourselves now for the In-N-Out Invasion. 
A stolen truck is returned with a written apology plus presents. It's a feel-good story for the holidays. People doing good, nice things. <laughs> we don't always get these on Weird AF News. We see stories of stolen vehicles all the time, guys. I've covered them on Weird AF News. Most of them don't turn out well. They turn out poorly. Of the vehicles that are recovered, the cars are often seriously damaged, stripped for parts, left as a husk on the side of the road somewhere. So sad, so sad. But this story right here out of New Zealand comes with a different twist, a happy twist, since the thief returned the stolen truck to the owner along with an apology note and even left presents in the back seat of the truck as well. How lovely. The man who owns the truck is Varun Chada. He also owns a cafe. His truck was parked outside his cafe that he owns. He left the keys inside while running into the cafe at the end of the day to grab a few things. The article says, we don't know why people leave keys in the vehicles, but he did, and someone took it. <laughs> we know why people leave keys in vehicles. Either you live in a safe place like Canada, or you're just uh, you're running in to grab something, and you, don't, you can't imagine that in those two minutes, someone's going to jack your car. It does happen. If you don't believe me, see Florida Fridays. It says here, four days after the truck was taken, Chada imagined his truck was gone forever, but it, it returned just as suddenly as it was taken. The person who brought the truck back left a note apologizing and explaining that they were drunk and needed a ride home. <laughs> How honest. We're pretty sure they have Uber, so that's a weird excuse. It says here, yeah, <laughs> I'm wasted. I need a ride home. Well, you realize you're, you're driving drunk home as well? This is not, a, this is not good problem-solving behavior. I'm guessing that it was done by a Florida man, although the story's out of New Zealand. Florida men get around. Not only was the truck undamaged, including the roof tent wasn't taken and sold, the thief left some toys in the back seat for Chada's child. Maybe the thief felt bad, or maybe this person was trying to get Chada to not involve the police in any way. The article goes on to say that either way, the thief could still be caught and face the consequences of the crime. Local police say they're actually still investigating the case, even though the truck was returned. We imagine if the thief is caught, they'll be facing less of a punishment than if they, than if they kept or trashed the truck. So returning it in good condition not only was the honest thing to do, it was relatively smart. Uh, what would have been smarter is if the thief just, you know, took a lift home. I know even hitchhiking can be done in certain places. I would imagine you could probably hitchhike in New Zealand. Probably not going to get stabbed in the neck like you would if you hitchhiked in the United States. You can't hitchhike in the United States, man. Even even taking an Uber is dangerous. The Uber driver could just pull over and just smash you in the chin. These things happen. Anyways, I hope they don't uh, prosecute this individual. You know, they're doing the right thing by returning it and leaving a note and gifts for the kids. It's a good person at the end of the day. Shouldn't be throwing good people in prison. Happy holidays. Yay! All this talk about Krispy Kreme makes me want Krispy Kreme. It makes me want a Krispy Kreme. <laughs> oh, I haven't had a Krispy Kreme in a minute. What's your favorite donut chain? Um, what's your favorite kind of donut? I'm a, I'm a classic man. I I love that glazed from Krispy Kreme. I could I could go all day with that. And there, I like the jelly as well. Boston cream donut, ah, uh, yeah, 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 big time fave. Anyways, call my show, talk about donuts. That's what I'm here for, to, for you to 
talk about donuts with me. 646-450-2012. Do you like Dunkin'? What do you like? <laughs> I'm not a fan of Dunkin' Donuts. I really am not. Uh, when I was a kid, they, the donuts were pretty good. Uh, they just kind of w- went downhill. I'll go there for my coffee only. I'm not getting donuts from them. Krispy Kreme, on the other hand, oh, put it in my mouth, put it in my mouth, put it in my mouth. All right, let's be normal. I got a review of the podcast from, uh, what is this? DK Donkey Kong. DK Donkey Kong, this is a Apple podcast, Great Britain. Uh, DK wrote, uh, five star, well, five stars, and uh, I love it so good. In my opinion, he is super funny. And I listen every day. That was my impression of uh, someone writing me a review. Apple Podcast, Great Britain. How was that? Was that? Did I sound exactly like DK Donkey Kong? Probably not. Anyway, shout out to DK Donkey Kong for taking the time to give me five complete stars. I mean, isn't that that's just very generous of DK to do such a thing? He didn't, or he or she did not have to do that. Could have gave me the two stars or the three stars, but went for the five stars. Man, am I a lucky guy? I also got an amazing email from Norsey Dawson. So, hi, Jonesy. I'm, my name is Norsey Dawson. I live near Charleston, South Carolina. I absolutely love your podcast. It's become the highlight of each day for me. And, uh, and then Norsey sent me a nice article to cover. Wrote me a long email. Uh, too long to read here. Love it. Filled with a lot of emojis. It's quite a colorful email. I appreciate you. It looks like you took a lot of time to write this email, Norsey Dawson. And I appreciate you taking the time to do this. Uh, I'll cut to the end here. Love you, Jonesy. Keep up the great work. What a great way for me to start each day with laughter. I just wanted to say thank you, Jonesy. I'm so happy that I found you and your podcast. Take care. Good luck with your life, man. With much love, Norsey Dawson. Yeah, good luck with your life, Norsey Dawson. Wow, this is quite an email. I, mean, I think you broke the record for emojis, Norsey. It's unbelievable. It feels so good to get emails like this. People saying how much the, the, the show means to them. I can't believe anyone likes this this crap that I'm doing, to be honest with you. <laughs> just, you know, I just sit in the closet with, with a microphone and just ramble on and on. It's, half the time, it's not even funny. You guys are like, we love it. I'm like, okay, okay. You want more of this? Get, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm amazed that this, uh, <laughs> I'm just amazed, completely floored that anybody likes this. But uh, yeah, keep the messages coming because that's what really keeps me going. And knowing that people want it keeps me going. I got to be honest with you. Oh, you want it. Oh, you like it. You want it. Okay, okay. I'll keep it going. <laughs> Thanks for joining me. Appreciate that. If you want to email me, by the way, you could send me a long email like Norsey. Show me what you, show me what you got as far as an emoji game goes. Uh, funnyjones at gmail.com. That's it. I left the uh, phone number. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at funnyjones. At Funny Jones, you can slide into my DMs. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, my darling, I've been sliding into your DMs, baby. Oh, I don't know, I don't know, I I slide into your DMs, baby. Oh, some things I can't get used to, no matter how I try. That's my Barry White impression. How is it? Barry White with a French accent. Oh, some things that I get used to. Oh, no matter how I try. Oh, that's terrible, Jonesy. What are you doing? Trying to do Barry White with a French accent. Just give it up. You are not that funny, Jonesy. Who do you think you are? Do you want to support the show? You should. 
you should support the show. You should you should show your generosity because it's the holiday season, and um, Jonesy needs meds. Clearly, so you should contribute to my meds fund. <laughs> meds fund, guys, come on! Everybody needs a meds fund. Lord knows you can't afford these meds with these current U.S. market prices. So I need my meds fund. Go to uh, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. That's what's up. That's what's up. Or go to weirdafnews.com. You could join the Patreon there. That's how you support. Or you buy me a coffee off the website, weirdafnews.com. Buy me a coffee. That's what's up. That's what's up. See you tomorrow.